The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Right now. Realizing I watched a lot of uh, television with the youngsters back in the day. How about that? I'll say it again. That cab driver in Bucherrios, Mexico, when he said, Senor, your Espanol es mucho bueno. Why is that? I said, uh, Dora the Explorer. That's right. I learned so much Spanish. I got to brush up on my Spanish, though. <laughs> yes, you do. Come estas. Una más, por favor. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Mi esposa e dinero. That's one I had to remember, too. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the that? RP Show. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a great one. I know, uh, well, I know I'm going to bring it. The Moose is going to bring it. The viewers, the audience, the listeners, they better bring it. And let's make it a great show. Uh, hey, the Moose is here. Let's bring him in from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. That's where he's at. Hey, Moose. Uh, I got to tell you that some interesting things. I did not tell you this on the phone call earlier, nor any of our... Uh, any, on our meeting, none of our staff know this, and it had an interesting start to the day. Do you want to hear it? This almost yeah. sounds re- it sounds rehearsed, and it ain't. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, Serena just reminded me of this. She came and knocked on the door here in a panic. She says, "What happened to the Jeep?" I was racing home, not speeding, but I was going down Wiles Way, and. Uh, Went over the tracks, kind of bumpy, and then I got to Dixie, and I'm waiting to turn, and there's this, there's this van, like a service van, right up my behind, right, right on me, you yeah. know. And I'm like, "What? Get back off, bub!" Oh no! And the turning arrow, the turning arrow, flashed, and I turned onto Dixie, and all of a sudden, this guy's coming like a madman around my right side, and I'm looking at him like, "What's up, bro?" No doors in the Jeep, of course. He's like, "Yeah." Your spare tire flew off when you went over the tracks on Wiles. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what? You've seen that Jeep, by the way. It, uh, it's got the mounted on the back is this huge spare tire. And I'm like, well, this guy's trying to do me a favor. It reminded me of planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles that you're going the wrong way. How do they know what way I'm going? You know what <laughs> I mean? So, uh... <laughs> I turned around, went back, and I'm thinking, I could have killed somebody 
Have you been to NASCAR races? Have you been to live auto racing, which I now have? Director Jordan would know. Tires fly off all the time. They kill people. So I go back, and, uh, and I found it. And then I had to put it in the passenger seat and drive home. So that happened today. Jeez. How about that? And I can only imagine. You're like, this jerk, get off my tail. <laughs> I'm like, what a, what, a, what a jerk. And he's trying to do me a favor. Uh, Anyways, Allie in Texarkana writes in. She says, best movie ever. It's up there, and I think about that a lot. <laughs> Slapshot is always the one for me. Always Slapshot. But I also think of Steve Martin. Why would you leave me in the middle of a parking lot? <laughs> so good. Anyways, um, what a start. We've got a lot of time to get to on the RP Show Hour 1 today because the lone guest is Bryn Griffiths, Mighty Mouth. And he's not until Hour 2. <clears throat> Mighty Mouth, uh, and the guy can talk about a variety of things. He's worked for the orders. He's launched TSN Radio in Edmonton. Former voice of the Moose Jaw Warriors. Uh, Bryn Griffiths can talk about a lot of things. He's an hour too. Now, with all that put aside, can you hit the quick six show? <laughs> and we'll get down to business. Other than to say, um, Navy Don has written in and he says, so is Gary Bettman trying to defend the integrity of the NHL? What a clown. Pump the brakes, y'all. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We'll get there. Let's start with NHL leftovers. Uh, a lot of interesting games last night. Ken, uh, Kent, Ken Austin. Kent Johnson's goal at 229 of overtime lifted the visiting Columbus Blue Jackets to a surprising 3-2 victory over the red-hot Edmonton Oilers in Edmonton. Uh, Boone Jenner and Kirill Marchenko also scored for the Jackets, who snapped the Oil's six-game win streak. In Tirana, Mitch Marner scored 19 seconds into overtime at a terrific individual effort as Toronto battled back from a goal down to beat the Rangers 3-2. I watched that one. Kenny Albert had the call, but I didn't know until this morning because I had the sound turned down last night, but I watched the highlights this morning. I'm like, hey, Kenny sounded in mid-season form. Timothy Lilligren with a goal and an assist, and Pontus Holmberg provided the rest of the offense for the Leafs, who got 27 saves from Ilya Samsonov. He's uh, unbeaten in like 13 games at home or something now, Samsonov. And uh, we, Willie Nylander, had that assist on Lilligren. Am I saying Lilligren right? It's 400 point. Right. How do you say? Lilligren. Lilligren. Okay. Yeah. To be honest with you, you look at how great the Leafs are, fourth overall in the NHL. I don't know who these guys are. Timothy Lilgren, Pontus Holmberg. That's not an insult, but it's not necessarily the usual suspects. You got Austin, you got Morgan, Riley, you got Mitch Marner, but there's a pretty good supporting cast there too. There is, and a lot of them have come up through the Marlies, like Pontus Holmberg and others. They've always had a pretty good system in Toronto with the Marlies. But it hasn't translated into the NHL. And now they're starting to see some of those guys more at scale come back up to the big club and, and have an impact after spending some significant time down there. And we talk about it all the time and you hear it, the value of the American Hockey League. We never really talk about it, and it's very underrated. But a lot of guys get their start down in the A. I had no idea who they were. I mean, I was just settling into watching the Calgary Wranglers in Calgary and enjoying it before I came back to Florida. And I'm excited to watch the Wranglers again when I get back to Calgary. <clears throat> but I don't know why those games aren't on national television in Canada. That is a uh, topic for another time. 
Jen from the Four Seasons Sports Palace, home of the Rod Peterson Show Super Bowl party, the Four Seasons, uh, writes in. She says, good morning, everyone. Ugh, Oilers lose in overtime, but have to admit, Cop played a great game. Wasn't the best game. Are you using nicknames? Stop with the nicknames, Jen. We don't all know who these people. Who's Cop? Who's Dry? Come on. I love Jennifer, but I'm like, I can't get into, we're not, we're not in the dressing room here, okay? And by the way, who said Stuart Skinner's the best goalie the Oilers had three years ago? Oh, yeah, this guy. How about that? Rick Talk. Rick Talk. We're going to get to the tanking discussion, so everybody just don't get your panties in a bunch. Everybody's all geeked up because they saw in our preview that we're going to talk about tanking because Gary Bettman came out and talked about that. Rick Tockett's undefeated streak as coach of the Vancouver Canucks is over. It ended at 1 after beating the Blackhawks 5-2 Tuesday night at the garage. By the way, do they still call it the garage in Vancouver? Remember, it used to be GM, GM Place, which I thought was really cool. What a great nickname yeah. for that place. Now it's Rogers uh, something. Anyways, they went into Seattle last night and got blitzed. 6-1 by the Kraken. Connor Garland scored the lone goal for the Canucks, who fired Bruce Boudreau on Sunday. Now listen, Taka came out after the game. I don't know if you saw the uh, interview I did on NHL Network. You must have. He called his players soft. And I think he said something along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing here, but they need 18 to 20 more practices. But he called them soft. I don't know if he can whip the soft out of them within 18 to 20 practices. Finally, Taka said it. Now, like, that's the worst thing, by the way, that you can call, be called in the game of hockey. It's, well, if somebody said something about your mom, ironically, that was in our pre-show <laughs> today, right? Yeah. The uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, you say something about your mom, that's the worst. Next thing, you're soft. I could, I, and I used to be soft. Not anymore. I don't know how you make a hockey team unsoft, though, but that's why Rick Tockett's getting $2.75 million. Any ideas, Moose? It's really tough, you know, I think in season and when you're moving forward, you have to find a way. I'm a believer of, like, stopping, you know, and almost coming to the table with a new day one. And it's hard to do that when you bring a new coach in and, boom, you got to play right away and you got to play right away and you got to play right away. I think he's got to get through the season, instill some of his, you know, habits and culture things. But then when he goes into the offseason, let the guys leave. And when they come back in for camp day one, this is when we roll. Okay, we're setting on all these, pre these kind of uh, things that we do today. And so it'll be interesting to see what he does between now and the end of the season. But I expect it to really start next year. Very interesting to watch, for sure. And by the way, I'll, I'll relate this to my life again. My brother watches this show all the time. A lot of my family, they know that for the longest period of time in my life, I was soft. But I'm the exact opposite now. Life circumstances turn me that way. I don't, but that's not relatable necessarily to a hockey team. One of my recovery clients this morning said something to me, and he goes, I hope I didn't offend you. I'm like, buddy, I can't be offended. I've been hurt so much in life that I can't be hurt anymore. But I'm a 50-year-old man. I'm not a 25-year-old NHL player, you know, with 19 other guys, which I want to move on to the tanking debate because it, it does play in here. Other than to say, and we'll talk about this next hour, more the uh, Chicago Blackhawks are at the Calgary Flames tonight. This should be nothing more than a Sunday skate for the Calgary Flames, I would think.
Now, to point two, do teams tank? That is the Capital Automall Universal Collision Center poll question today. Do you think teams tank in order to get a higher draft pick? A very simple yes or no. And uh, Clark, what do you got on YouTube? Last I saw, yes was leading. What's the update on that? Do, 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 do. 80% saying yes, they do. And on Twitter, uh, 86% saying yes, they do. Well, by the way, maybe we need to tune some people in here today, Moose. And I, we're going to bring them back, right? Um, no, they don't. They do not. And you don't necessarily have to take my word for it, but I'm real happy that I had the ability to spend 20 years in a pro with a pro football team and another 20 years with a high-level major junior hockey team, and now I'm associated with these NHL teams. So I've been around it forever. They don't tank. And I've been in it since before the lottery, and now the lottery, and the NFL doesn't even have a lottery. They do, do not tank. But again, you don't need to take my word for it. Mike Rupp, former New Jersey Devils Stanley Cup winner, was on NHL radio today. I was listening to it this morning with Scott Laughlin, and he took it one step further. I'll quote Rupper in a second, but here's my thing. The guys that are in the Canucks locker room, the Blackhawks, the Coyotes, they're embarrassed. They're embarrassed. Columbus, that they're the worst team in the NHL. Now, they're going around that room. Each guy to a man, I would say, thinks they're not the reason. They all think they're good NHL players and they're in a bad situation, but they're embarrassed. Jokes are being made about their team. They're not going to go out and fold. That's just from the players. And even what Mike Rubb said today was, this galvanizes a team. The players go, oh, yeah? You think we're tanking? Watch this. And then they'll go out and play their asses off. Now, above them, you say, does the coach play the third-string goalie? Does the GM sit the stars and bring up their minor league guys? And I could talk about that. But even I don't believe that happens in any league. They don't purposely tank. And so Gary Bettman came out and said that. Now, Gary's been this league's general manager since 1993. So while he, when he got into it, he, he would have no idea whether they do or not. I would think he would know now, after 30 years, that the teams don't. I could not be more confident in saying they don't tank. Because there's pride on the line. But you might not agree, Darren. What do you think? I think there's a chance that owners, presidents, and even general managers tank. There's a chance. You make moves, you sell off assets, you set your team up to have a real bad year. But there's only one guarantee, you know, and that is that the jersey, the logo, the team is going to be playing next season, right? That's a guarantee. But there's no guarantee you're going to be coaching. There's no guarantee I'm going to be part of this next team, right? So coaches, players, they don't tank. They don't want that on film. They don't want that on their resume. They want to instill confidence that they're part of the solution, not part of the problem. So, no, I don't think coaches yeah. and players tank. Maybe management does. That I can get behind, but not the players and coaches. You can get behind the argument that they might, but I don't think you like that they might do it. But I still don't think they do it, which, but again, go back and listen to the podcast on NHL Radio this morning. Mike Rupp with Scott Laughlin, and I think Gord Stellick was on there too. And Rupp goes, if you're the head coach and you're being asked supposedly by the owner or general manager to tank the coach is going why would i tank i'm not even going to be here to coach the kid when he gets here the number one. i gotta be fired <laughs> right like that is yeah. a fact and and well maybe crappy rotten organizations do like here in miami 
after Brian Flores, the head coach, got fired as coach of the Dolphins, he turned around and pointed the finger back at the owner, Stephen Ross, and said, that guy offered me $100,000 a loss at the end of the season. Remember that? So what did yeah. the NFL do? They went out, they investigated it, they went through every single play, play by play. And the only reason I know, I followed it pretty closely because I'm here, and at the end, they came out and said, we have no proof that they deliberately tanked these games at the end of the season. There's no proof. And uh, they said there were some really stupid coaching decisions made by Brian Flores, but we think that's just because that's Brian Flores. We don't think he did it to intentionally lose the game. So I'm not done on this, but you can't convince me that the teams tank. They don't. I mean, I, the other thing is these coaches, dude, whenever they're done, their record is everything to them. It's everything. It's what goes into the history book. You know what our guy, Kevin the Medium, wrote the other day? He goes, Rick Tockett has a 475 career winning percentage. Well, two more wins might bump that up a little bit. I had a coach call me at 2 in the morning one night crying his eyes out. Coach of a team that I was calling the games for. I don't want to say, but he goes, we're going to lose X amount of games and it's going to be on my record. I'm only calling you because I don't want to go home. He was driving around <laughs> on the phone. So I, no, 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 no. The players don't tank. The coaches don't tank. And I still don't, I don't, on good teams, the GMs don't. Now, look at Chicago and go, why did they, why did they trade Kirby Doc? If you're going to deliberately, you might make it look like they were tanking by trading Kirby Doc. Stupidest trade, <laughs> I think, in the last couple of years in the NHL. And it was a rookie general manager that did it. Anyways, regarding my foibles this morning, with the uh, spare tire bouncing off the back of my Jeep. Richard Murray's watching in Battleford, Saskatchewan. He says, you picked a fine time to leave me loose wheel. LOL. I used to actually think those were the lyrics to the Kenny Rogers song, Lucille. I actually thought that. You picked a fine time to leave me loose wheel. Okay, Moose, we're just getting going. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> What a day. It's the RP Show. Game Plus Television, live on the streams, YouTube, and 99.1 WQEE Radio. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Okay, welcome back, everybody. It is the RP Show, and we've got Darren Moose DuPont with us, the co-host. He is from uh, the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Let's bring him in now. And I knew that this would be a hot topic today. I love talking about it. It's a sports talk show. And to be honest with you, well, we could sit and talk about last night's games or this upcoming weekend's games, and trust me, we will. But this is an update that we can really sink. Uh, this is a topic we can really sink our teeth into with... Connor Bedard going to be the number one NHL pick. The next Sidney 
Crosby, the next Connor McDavid. Uh, so Stephen in North Dakota watching, he says, thanks, Rod, for the tanking perspective. I had not looked at a player's tape and reputation as an important factor in today's win-now-at-all-costs society. By the way, I'm not saying it's never happened. I'm saying, by and large, it doesn't happen. I've never seen it with any teams that I've been with. Nelson, uh, our VP of Sim Events. You remember Nelson, Moose? Uh, he's the oh, reason yeah. that you get to watch ESPN every day. Nelson <laughs> says, of course teams tank outside of the CFL. In any of the big four leagues, a draft pick, especially when they are deemed a generational talent, can turn a franchise around. It's a business first. Okay, Nelson, well, tell me where you specifically know that they did. Because I don't think you know that they did. And somebody wrote in with a really good comment here. Says uh, Earl James says until they actually put something into the into law or rules, it's always going to happen. Fixing the draft a much better way to eliminate tanking. Well, they did that with the NHL draft lottery. They did that with the NBA draft lottery, and they still get accused that it's rigged. And I don't believe that it is. There are things with these leagues that I don't like, but that's not one of them. I don't think they would rig the draft. And furthermore, with the NFL. They don't have a lottery. I don't know why they don't. You could conceivably see why teams would tank to get the number one overall pick, but Jacksonville was just a simple grease fire when they got Trevor Lawrence at number one overall. That was not intentional, and it didn't even work out. Like, look at this year. Chicago Bears have the number one overall pick in the NFL, and they don't need a quarterback. Like, there's all these mock drafts you know? going out there. They got their quarterback in Justin Fields, so... They'll get the best player that's not a quarterback at number one. So anyways, yeah. Do you have any last thoughts on that before we There's There's no on? tanking there. You know, Houston had the number one pick all locked up. And they need a quarterback. And then they went out and won the last game, which took them out of number one. Like, it's not happening there. You can tell me, and again, it all depends on your definition of tanking, that organizations set them up for cycles. Like, like there is a lot of evidence. You talk about the Kirby Dock trade and what Chicago did selling off some assets that they, you know, want to bottom out, kind of time it around the Bedard trade, and then start to build. Like, there was no evidence of that team trying to build a contender this year. They were content being a team that missed the playoffs. But on the ice, there's no sitting there throwing of games, tanking, playing bad players just to try and lose games. That's not happening. But you might try and plan your organizational cycle around a generational talent. But you said that lottery protects that because, yeah, you may have better odds than all the other teams. But statistically speaking, the person, the team who finishes last won't win the lottery. It'll be one of the other teams because collectively well, they have more than a 50 percent chance. Sure, and I hope you're loving this chat as much as I am. Um, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, Rod makes an excellent point about coaches and players not wanting to tank, but management definitely wants to get the first pick this year to get Bedard. But there's no guaranteed way of doing it, and them bringing in the lottery was the best way to do it. Um, Randy from Winnipeg says the Houston Texans didn't tank. They won their last game to lose the first pick. For sure, but it worked out anyways because Chicago's not, I wouldn't think, going to take a quarterback. Why would you when you have the number one overall pick? Like you could take him and trade him, but what would be the point? 
So I think Houston at number two is going to get the best quarterback anyways. So they're lucky. And it's interesting that they went on to fire coach Lovey Smith. Anyways, uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, says these guys are way too competitive. There's no way any NHL management would tank on purpose. It's not in their nature. Ding, 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 ding. It's a weird day. Write it down. Jeff, the Stams fan, and I agree. They just <laughs> wouldn't do it. Now, I know... We've gone into weekends, and I know a lot of the hockey guys are watching because they tell me they do. We go into the last weekend of the regular season, you know, when I was with the Regina Pats, God's team, and maybe we would call up our affiliated players from AAA Midget. We would play the backup goalie. <laughs> people still don't know, and this is the Canadian sports show, and people know my Saskatchewan roots. They still don't know why the Rough Riders, when battling for their playoff lives, sat their starting quarterback for the last two games of last season. And it sure as heck wasn't to tank for higher pick in the CFL draft, which means nothing. It wasn't to tank. And with the Pats, Lorne Mullican was our coach. I'll never forget the former Chicago Blackhawks coach and, and Blades and Penguins and Sharks. And people were mad. That's a whole other debate. They're like, we're buying tickets to come. We had stars on that team, like legit stars, as you know. Uh, he's like, I don't care. We're resting our guys, getting ready for the playoffs. Want to get a look at these young guys? It, that, it had nothing to do with tanking or standings or anything like that. It had to do with evaluation, and that goes on too. Um, Arlen Bruce, hey, A.B., he writes then, he says, as a former athlete at a high school, college, pro level, I've never heard a coach say tank it or play to lose. That would be very weak to do something like that at any level. That is my point. Thank you, A.B. And I'll go back to even Mike Rupp's comments this morning on NHL Radio. The players take it as an affront. <laughs> could you, you could see that. They would sit around and go, oh, they want us to lose? Oh, let's jam it where the sun don't shine. You could see them doing that, couldn't you? Yes, the players would either do that or they'd say no. Bench me, cut me, scratch me, send me down to the minors. Because I'm not coming here every day to lose games. It's not what I want to do. And they're frustrated when they do lose oh. games, right? There's a difference between being a young, bad team coming to the rink knowing you're going to lose. But it's like, hey, we're going to be working our bags off here to try and get better and trying to win all these games. But nobody's losing intentionally. And in football especially, that's when people get hurt when you're trying not to win and play hard. That's interesting. Oh, oh for we've seen it. Um, from the peanut gallery, our audience, Swerve95 writes in and says, uh, NFL's Roger Goodell is bought and paid for, though. I don't know about that. From JT, he says, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman is gullible and naive. Yeah, how do you know that? You, you got to learn that from all the time you spent around him? You're just going by what you see. These guys aren't dumb. And while I don't necessarily think everything that they do in these leagues is on the up and up, I don't think this is one of them, okay, is my point. And again, 30 years that Gary has been the commissioner of the NHL, I, he's not dumb. If he didn't know it at the start, he knows it now. And uh, to be honest, I don't think you want to be caught lying to the uh, commissioner <laughs> if you're a coach or a GM. The owners probably do it all the time, but I don't think the coaches and GMs would want to do that, Moose. Uh, 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 any more thoughts before we try to move on again? <laughs> no, I think, you know, we've kind of put this to bed, like, for now anyways. I yeah. just don't think it happens. I really don't. Okay. <clears throat> we'll see if it's affected the voting, because 
Well over 80% of the people on the daily poll for Capital Auto Mall and Universal Collision Center say that they do tank. And I'm like, you would think that. But I've never seen any evidence that they do, is my point. Uh, moving on, uh, the top prospects game was Wednesday night. I got to mention Cursor Raycoff had a goal and an assist. Team White took a 4-2 win off Team Red at the CHL NHL top prospects game in Langley, BC. Connor Bedard of God's team was held off the score sheet. I'm not going to spend any more time on that. For my thoughts, go to rodpeterson.com right now or listen on Sask Radio on Bedard being held scoreless in his hometown. Um, I will just say this. I didn't watch any of it. It didn't start till 10 Eastern. Did you? I seen a little bit of it, and I definitely watched the extended highlights. I think he was a minus two on the night. But you know what? The whole prospects Ooh. game was, here's what Bedard did. And, you know, he dazzled with some great plays. He had some really good chances to score. He had three really good chances to score, so he made his mark. But then he got frustrated, and he cross-checked one of the players on the other team after they had scored a goal, and he kind of got into a little bit of a scrum. So you see a little bit of, you know, maybe how you can get him off his game a little bit. But even when he's not scoring, he's still on the highlight reel. So I think it's fine. I'll tell you something. Uh, First met that kid when he was 14. And I felt sorry for him. I mean, everybody looks at it and says, uh, oh, he's going to make millions. He's going to be the big star. Yeah. And he's going to have a microscope on him everywhere he goes for the rest of his life. Or at least for the next 25 years (laughs) till he retires. You know, and that is a lot to live with uh, for these players. Because I've seen how they do it and it ain't fun. And and on a night-to-night basis. I'm like you. I wanted to see what he did last night. I got up this morning. I'm like, huh? Pointless? Huh? Something doesn't add up. At the World Juniors against the best players his own age, he set records. He goes into this game in his hometown? Doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm, okay, we'll play deal or no deal next segment so I can get my robe on. NFL Conference Championships this Sunday. Although you're the one that's <laughs> going to make... The uh, the picks betting wise here. I just a couple other points. NBA Pascal Siakam had 26 points and 11 rebounds in Toronto's 113-95 victory over Pacific leading Sacramento. Fred Van Vliet scored. That's the best name of the NBA, isn't it? Fred yeah. Van Vliet scored 17 points for the Raptors, who had lost four of their last six, and we were starting to think they were the Craptors. I kind of like the name Demarcus Cousins. That's pretty cool too. That's an NBA name, but. Fred Van Vliet is better. Um, In Oklahoma City, Trey Young had 33 points and 11 assists in Atlanta's 137-132 victory over Oklahoma City. Here come the Hawks! DeJounta Murray scored 21 points for Atlanta. And actually, I'm glad that I bounced on the deal or no deal and saved it for the next segment because I don't know if you're watching this stuff about the Cowboys. There's a life lesson coming up here in the next 120 seconds before we break. You see the Dallas Cowboys Twitter account is... In a little heat. To paraphrase, they basically said after the Cowboys lost in San Fran Sunday, we'd have won if it wasn't for Dak's interceptions. That's basically what they said. I haven't seen the fallout from that. And I guess Micah Parsons, the star linebacker, first-round pick from two years ago, the Cowboys came out, and he made some comments. I don't even know what they are. But here we are on the Thursday of conference final week. I'm watching ESPN. I don't have the sound up. I just got it on, and I see on the ticker, Will Micah Parsons' comments cause a problem with Dallas Cowboys? I'm like, (laughs) 
again? Again? The game's on Sunday. Who cares? Why are we talking about the Dallas Cowboys? The life lesson is be careful what you say in moments of stress and anger, especially now. Because uh, are people not going to let you off a hook? They're not going to let you off the hook and say, oh, he was just mad. They're not going to do that. I was reading something in a, in a um, workshop and, and on you know, social media and leadership and whatnot, and it said, if, you're, if you have any thought at all that I maybe shouldn't tweet this, I maybe shouldn't say it, then you shouldn't. Then you shouldn't. And it's okay to say nothing, and it's okay to step back. Um, because your reputation and everything else matters more than making sure you have content out every single day. So in this situation, sometimes when you lose, it's better to just put your tail between your legs, go and decompress, take a vacation, and come back stronger with a clear head in a week. It's really difficult for these players. And I, and I guess my point, this isn't just players, though, because everybody's got, can be a broadcaster, everybody can be a reporter or a public figure with social media, and people can screenshot it, and you'll never be able to live it down. So... Like you say, you're best to say nothing. My thing is instead of having to decide whether I should listen or not because the comments were made in haste, I just don't listen to anything that anybody says. I don't take anything to heart ever. And it's actually made life a lot less stressful. But you said, who cares what they said? Deal or no deal next and uh, whatever else everybody else would like to talk about. I feel like we got them stirred up today, Moose. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. You betcha. 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us. Text while safely doing so. I'm checking in here. Uh, Jim in Balgoni, Sask, writes in. He says, hello, RP Nation. Tune in for the sports talk and get bonus life lessons from Uncle Roddy. Love it. Always check your nuts. Tires, that is. No kidding, right? How about we'll that? revisit that later. We, we can bring the moose. The spare tire bounced off my Jeep this morning. Fortunately, can no we one won was that? hurt. Say all I what? think about is all I think about is Lloyd Christmas driving the limo, and the explosions mm-hmm. are going off from car accidents behind him, and he's just cruising along. So I just picture you with the tire bouncing down, cars are swerving one way, swerving the other into the ditch. You're just driving along. <laughs> I was there was a little bit of that, but I was looking in my rearview mirror, and I'm like, why is this guy right up on my butt? Why I didn't notice that my spare tire was gone, I don't know. Welcome to the world of me. And by the way, before we play Deal or No Deal, that's why I put on this splashy uh, robe, my bet regal robe from our exclusive betting partner in Sportsbook. I know it's a little crooked. I don't quite know how to straighten it out. But I'm sure you're all okay with it. Uh, Just, you know, back to coaches and players making comments in haste and extrapolating that to our audience. Be careful what you say because people aren't going to give you a pass 
from our viewers, uh, Ryan McCarthy in uh, New York State. He says, silence is often the best reaction to what feeling you're trying to convey. And that's the truth, too. I, I get really ticked off lately. And this all really came to the fore during COVID. I don't know why, because everybody was sitting at home with nothing better to do. But it was like, oh, your silence, silence is an response. No, it's not, bro. Shut up. You know, when the Hager Cats hired Art Bryles, the reviled head coach from the Baylor Bears, Ty Cats hired him, and there was a furor, as you recall. And we don't get into why he was so reviled, but some lady came after me, and she's like, what's your opinion on this? I said, I don't have one. She goes, then you support it. You, 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 you you're, you're a father of daughters. You should, you should. Back off, lady. You know, I talked about the guy that had the BLM, Black Lives Matter walk around the lake that I was asked to partake. I couldn't go. Guy's like, then you're anti-black. No, I'm not. Back off. I didn't see you at my recovery walk that I had in September. You know what I mean? Like, just pump your brakes, man. That's my point. So silence is the best policy. Not everybody allows you to do that. From Andrew in the audience, he says, absolutely right, guys. It's better to remain quiet than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. The phrase is actually better to remain silent and be assumed an idiot than open your mouth and remove all doubt. So that's good. Anyways. How about that? <laughs> Um, wait, this is interesting. Don, the Navy guy, says, silence is violence, the kids say. Yeah? Whoever listened to the kids, Don, why would we start listening to them? Let's think about that. From T. Will in Winnipeg says, Rod the King Lawler. I, I do like the robe. And, um, by the way, our guy Ryan O'Radio posted a thing uh, the other day with Jerry the King Lawler. He's got a crown that I would like to see a crown on this program like Jerry the King Lawler's. And thank you, Ryan O'Radio, for uh, posting that. When should I ex be expecting it, Moose, in the mail? I do not have an estimated delivery date for you. I don't. Okay. But I do know it's in transit somewhere. And I think its first stop is at the Bet Regal headquarters out in Ontario and then... Um, some adjustments, and then it'll be on its way to you. By the way, we are live on Game Plus Television. We're very big in Winnipeg, and that's a good thing. I went to order some Tough Tribe the other day, Tough Tribe for Men, you know, at one time a partner of this show, and they will be again. Did you know they're based in Winnipeg? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. So I'm like, I think I'm just going to wait till I get back to Canada in a few weeks and I'll order it then rather than have them try and ship it across the border and God knows what happens there. So yeah, <laughs> I cannot idea. live without my tough tribe for men. Dude, as you know, and our staff, I hadn't even, I didn't even know what pomade was till a year ago. I didn't. Magic. I didn't even know how to change say your it. life. Yeah. <laughs> I won't leave the house unless I have Tough Tribe for Men pomade. I'm not joking. And by the way, what was the promo code to get a deal? Do you remember? If it's, it won't be active right now, but we'll. Uh, I think it was RP20. 
a good idea, but we'll have to check. Well, it I out. think so too. But come on, guys, come on! I got guys writing me from all over North America. I'm not joking, saying what's the promo code for Manscaped? Because they got to do some trimming of their berries, and they want to get a deal, and they want to support us. So that that promo code should be live. How about that? S- Swerve ninety five writes and he says two Tony Ro- two Tony Robbins in the house. Oh yeah, we got it all figured out, don't we, Moose? <laughs> um, Don, our Navy friend, when I said, who's listening to the kids anyways? Who cares what they have to say? Don says, too many are listening to the kids, Rod, especially in our institutions. Well, that's why they're in institutions, Don. Um, I don't listen to them. And life's about choices. It's a free country. And if we have a problem with the people in office, we could run for office. I'm done now with my TED Talk. (laughs) Are you ready to play? Are yes. you ready to play? Yes. Deal or no deal, finally. <coughs> How'd you know, Clark? You put it up on the screen. You, <laughs> I was ready for it. Deal or no deal for our exclusive betting partner and sports book, Bet Regal. Sunday, NFL Conference Championship Sunday begins with the San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are favored by two and a half. We don't have a ton of games to go through, so I'll just get your analysis a little bit on this. Moose, Eagles by two and a half, deal or no deal? Deal. All day, I'll take it. The Eagles, to me, look as good as they did at their peak back in, what, October? When they were just rolling? Their offensive play calling was sharp last week. They really dominated, you know, what was an energetic and maybe the Cinderella story in the New York Giants. Their quarterback's playing well. They seem to be somewhat healthy. Um, And so I think they're really going to control the football. It's going to be a problem for, you know, the 49ers who struggled to really put up points against the Dallas Cowboys. All right, and we're up against it for a break. If you can make the analysis a little snappier this time for the second game, Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. The (laughs) Chiefs now favored by one and a half. The Chiefs favored at home by one and a half. Deal or no deal? Because they say Mahomes is going to play. No deal. Despite the bad offensive line, the injured offensive line in Cincy, no. The Mahomes question mark makes me take the Bengals. Nice work. Sign up and start playing today, betregal.ca. And by the way, starting Monday, a very exciting promotion coming your way, a contest for our audience from BetRegal. So get signed up this weekend, and then we'll tell you about it Monday. A sports update is next, and viewer takeover. It's the RP Show live on Game Plus Television, on the streams, including YouTube, and on the radio, 99.1 WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Yeah, I'd like to say the host... With the most, uh, uh, equally as much as the co-host, Darren Moose DuPont, who's with us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And I will say this to the viewers, the audience, the listeners. If this is the show where you, you know, because I hear it from people, I'd rather just hear you and Moose. Why do you got to have all those interviews? I get it. Today is largely that day, so enjoy it and tell all your friends. It's similar to that podcast, The Bo and Benny Show. Bo Levi Mitchell and Ben Hebert. I said to Hebert down at the Gray Eagle in Calgary, I said, why do you got to have those interviews, Benny? I just want to hear you two on there. 
Like, I get, I get the sentiment. And Hebert goes, well, we had this girl on from the soccer, Canadian soccer, and it was with 30,000 downloads, the most we ever had. And I'm like, Ooh, okay, I get that. I get that, too. So it's a little bit uh, for everybody here on the program. And I didn't want to start a holy war, nor a jihad, which I think translation is a holy war. Guy in Toronto is watching um, Eternal Blue Six on Twitter, Darren, and he says the Leafs are by far and away the most popular team across English-speaking Canada. Why wouldn't you program to the largest fan base? It's regarding Hockey Dad in Canada, numbers being beaten by the NFL last weekend, and some saying there are too many games, it's the Leafs too often. Um, they are the most popular team in English-speaking Canada. Like, I don't cheer for them and never have is that why you're cheering for them because everybody else does there's got to be something to that with some people are you one of them no not because everybody else is you got to have your own attachment to it but i think that's the the whole idea of an influencer right is you influence people's behavior rod does this i'd like rod rod's cool so i'm going to do what rod does right so i think there's that if your best friends do do this or do that but i don't think you you necessarily just do it because everybody else is doing, but a lot of people do. I understand a lot of people do yeah. that. They just want to go with the crowd. Well, it's interesting. It's Wayne Gretzky's birthday today, by the way. Happy birthday, Wayne. We have it on our Instagram story. And again, this morning, I just, obviously, I love Scott Laughlin. He's a good friend of mine. We used to work together at The Score. He has the mid-morning show on NHL radio. And he was saying he ate the cereal because Wayne endorsed the cereal. He goes, I didn't wear GW jeans, GWG jeans, but Gord Stellick did because of Wayne. And I'm like, I didn't eat. He said he put on 10 pounds in a summer eating Mr. Big bars because Wayne endorsed Mr. Big. And I sat there driving shortly after I discovered that my spare tire had fallen off my Jeep in traffic. And I'm thinking about this. What else did Wayne endorse? He endorsed 7-Up. But it didn't make me want to drink 7-Up, nor eat Mr. Big chocolate bars, because I didn't really like them. But as I've told you, I did have the crew cut that Wayne sported in the summer of 1988, when they won the Stanley Cup with the orders and then was traded to L.A. I had the same haircut as Wayne, because Wayne had it. So I get what you're saying. Um, but and here's another one, Moose. We'll have to push the sports update to next hour, because this is one of our first texts that have come in from somebody watching on the replay at night. Okay. They think we're live. So Terry, I won't say his last name. Terry is watching in Lake Country, BC. I love these names that come in of towns that I've never even heard of before. Where is Lake Country, BC? It's like Prairie City, Illinois. Where the hell is that? Beautiful got that sounding. Okay, this, that was the first one. The lady was bitching that we were interrupting her show in the heat of the night. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Anyways, Terry, we air everybody at 10 p.m. Pacific. Ah, last minute of play in hour one. We air again at night, but we're live during the day, but at night. So this guy's watching at night, Terry, and he says, who is the greatest NHL enforcer of all time? We have to constantly remind ourselves we have brand new audience. We've discussed this. We had a poll, remember? We brought in Wendell Clark. We brought in Tiger Williams. We pulled, we talked about this and we came up with an answer. And uh, I'm going to push it into hour two. But I just love the fact, Aaron, that two, 926 episodes in, people are just finding us, and, but we have all the answers to all their questions.
and it's free. Isn't it great? Free of charge. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Lots to get to next hour, including Mighty Mouth, Brandon Griffiths after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.